Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They have a huge selection of spirits, including 21 beers on tap, 18 widescreen TVs, and the NFL Sunday ticket, so you can watch your favorite NFL team while scarfing down some of the delicious options on their menu, including oysters, uh, and my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp as well as several entrees like the roast beef supreme, baked grouper, linguine mussels, and boiled or fried flounder. So if you find yourself vacationing at the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent you. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern located between Wildwood Crest and Cape May, the best shuck in town. And I got a, we have a special guest, folks, two-time Super Bowl champion, Mark Collins has joined the program. Mark, welcome, buddy. Well, guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Mark, what's going on? I see you in your backyard. You're chilling. You're smoking a cigar. About to light yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I have one right here. And I have one of my favorite libations ready. Can you see that? Yeah, I see oh, that. Nice. nice. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm about to kick back and just relax a little bit. And Mark's got the Giants hat on. He bleeds blue, baby. I, I do. You should see my license plate. What is it? Well, we don't want to say it, but is it Giants oh. on it? What is it? Oh, yeah. It's two-time champ. Oh, oh there you go. Nice. You know what it could be? Best CB, because you're up there in the Giants history. Oh, buddy. I appreciate well, that. It's funny you say that, Jerry. For, I was just going to say, you know, for you younger fans chiming in, don't remember Mark. Um, me and Jerry have talked about Mark before. He's probably top two, in my opinion, best corners this team has ever seen. Okay? Yep. He's top three, whatever. Um Best corner I've ever seen since I've been following the Giants since the 70s, Jerry. I don't think there's anybody that would be better than Mark. And so what better guy to have on to talk about? You know, he you know, he stays in touch with the Giants. He follows the Giants. He yeah. blues blue, like we just said. He knows what the hell's going on, good and bad. And unfortunately, right, guys, uh, we're going to be talking about some of the bad because of what's going on this season. Mark, thanks again, brother, for giving us your time. And, hey, let's get into it. Mark, we'll, we'll start on your side of the ball, obviously. Um Defense hasn't been the same as last year. Um, not as good yeah. third, not as good third down, not as good in the red zone this year. Got some young guys. Mark, you know, it's five games in. What are you seeing from this defense? You know, what do you feel? What the hell's going on out there? Well, I, I just see, first of all, the offensive defense, they got to work in hand in hand. I mean, if your offense is doing a bunch of three and outs, you know, three, four, five, three and outs in a row, your defense gets tired. I've been there on certain, on certain teams, not too often with the Giants, but when when there there's an unbalance of, you know, you getting your defense is playing 70 plus plays, they get tired. Then you throw into the fact you got some young guys in there, which they're pretty decent, they're pretty good, they're they're still learning. But that cohesiveness of the offense and defense working together, it shows. Um, but overall, on the whole team scheme of the thing. My biggest question now, and this is what I'm, I'm frustrated with, I'm, I think more, most of you guys are too, and the fans are as well. To me, there's a disconnect because you don't go from a playoff team and trending upwards right. to this. Yeah. And I can't put my effing finger on it for nothing. And I, I got to be honest with you guys because I, this, I, I don't want to get too attached, which sounds crazy, right? But I am. 
Last year, I mean, two years ago, I couldn't even ever watch the Giants. <laughs> you're, Mark, you're not much different than the rest of us. <laughs> I know, because I really, I really take it to heart. Yeah. My license plate says it. I'm, I believe yeah. Giant Blue. Hmm. I have significant history there, so I know, that I just know what I can do. So, with all the, the promise that we had this year, yeah. based on last year, to see this, I can't put my finger on it. I'm going, what's the, there's a disconnect. I don't know what it is, but something's not right. Mark, Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Because, you know, one one reason why me and Jerry love having Mark on, because he's a straight shooter. He doesn't bullshit. Mark, you can't put your finger on it. But if I had to ask you, well, give me something, Mark. What do you think it might be? Do you think it's just the schemes, coaching? I mean, what do you think the disconnect is? I, I, I think... First of all, and I'll be the first to tell you, you know, this is a passing league. It's an offensive run league. You got to have a good offense, a good to great offense. And yes, it starts with a quarterback. You give a quarterback that kind of money, you better help protect them. And I think the Giants have made inroads over the years by drafting high draft picks, which is fine. And, and it comes down to who who who's coaching these guys. And I will say this, a lot of people say, oh, don't blame the coaches. Well, I get sick and damn tired of blaming the players. We had a coach with the Giants, name was Lenny Fontes. Lenny Fontes was a great coach. And any coach will tell you, Lenny told all the DBs, he goes, hey, you guys don't want to get me fired, which means I'm going to let you guys know everything I know. I'm going to teach you how to this, this, whatever. Now, other the techniques that we brought, that was an added bonus because Lenny Fontes and Bill Belichick, of course, he was quite his wide defensive back coach. Same thing. We knew what to do. Watching the first four games and the last game in particular, when the offensive line couldn't pick up a basic twist stunt, mm, yeah. I'm going, shit. The center is turning his back and Daniel Jones don't have uh, an ounce of time to throw the ball. So it starts there. And I, I, do you fire the coach? You know what? I'm a Yankee fan. Okay. When the Yankee, when, when Aaron Judge got hurt, what did the Yankees do? They fired the hitting coach. <laughs> July 10th, they fired the hitting coach. They didn't say, well, Aaron Judge is hurting. No, they had a batting average of 230 flipping one. They fired the hitting coach. There's got to be some kind of accountability. Now, the coach didn't bitch and moan about it. He knew what was coming because the other 12 guys, as they rotate in, didn't do the job. So that's what I'm saying. You know, you're not going to fire the player as much as you want to, and you rotate new guys in. I know the Giants have some guys come in and out. But no matter who you bring in, if you teach them shitty technique, pardon my language, you're going to get the same result. <laughs> and I said before, Someone's gonna get that kid hurt, eight hurt, and I, I like hurt. I like him. Yeah, I like him. I I think that honestly, the Giants had to re-sign him because there was nobody out there with a crack, and you might as well keep what you got and build around him because I think the Giants have weapons, and that's just my my thought. Mark, how much of a because you play like if they changed your position coach midseason, how much would that have affected you? Like, is that a change you can make midseason? Because it sounded like if any changes happen, it might be after the season. I'm just curious what you thought about that. No, they make changes when the Yankees change their hitting coach. They use the uh, the assistant hitting coach. Yeah, you know, 
and usually the assistant, the assistant always knows a little bit something more. They, they just try to just 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 tweak things because the assistant coach is not going to do the same shit that the guy who got fired did. Yeah. He's going to he's going to he's going to change some things. Uh, so that's what usually happens. Uh, you, you, so that happens a lot in all sports. I keep using the Yankees as an example, but yeah. you know that that's just how it is. But my thing is, I, and I I don't know why. And I'm not saying the guy should be fired. I'm just saying stop blaming the damn players yeah. and look at what you what these guys are doing. And I'm telling you, I I was so pissed that seeing basic stunts that defensive linemen are doing to these guys, and they look they look lost. Yeah, they look so lost. I'm like shit. Chris, let me just let me just follow up one. Yeah, thing. yeah, Sorry, yeah. Chris. Sure, sure. Jump so, in, bro. Yeah. So so with the with the stunts, that's one thing. But the issue that I keep seeing over and over is like, I I just I, I refuse to believe that Evan Neal's this player. Like. He was so. I know that. I know that offensive linemen sometimes don't work out, but he was so highly touted. It just seems like it's in his head, Mark. Like when he let that guy go inside or around him, and he went inside. That's yeah. a, that's a coaching issue to me, and that that's what I keep coming back to. Well, that's not. You said that's not a coaching issue. No, no, I'm saying it. I think it is. That's what I'm saying. Well, it it it, it very well could be. You, I mean, he knows these guys know how to play the damn game, right? Uh, you get drafted that high. Sometimes draft picks work out. Sometimes they don't. But uh, those guys can play. Uh, yeah. I have no doubt about that. It's sometimes what you're taught. And if you're teaching these high draft picks and you see them progress one year and then regress another year, you, you got to look at it. You got to look at you got to look at the coach as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look totally. at the techniques. Yep. Yeah. Look at what something's wrong. Because I've never, since Pee Wee Ball, Pop Warner League, seen shit like that. At that level, you never see it. You're not supposed to see it. And every team, every team has issues at line, right? Every team has. You, you saw uh, Seattle had line issues last uh, last game. Everyone has issues. But everybody else, other linemen, are playing well. <laughs> you have yeah. to be functional, Mark. Right. Uh, I mean, Mark, I mean, Jerry talked about this after the Seattle game, right? Okay, you just mentioned Seattle. Seattle had four backups in that game. And did they re- they play really well? No, not really, but they were functional, Mark. They were functional. The Giants have guys coming in, and this offensive line is not even functional. No. It's embarrassing. Like you said last week, I mean, I've been talking about it all year, a basic TE twist, and they don't know what it looks like. They don't know how to pick it up. Now, last week, Evan Neal, I don't know. I mean, I know everybody wanted to blame him. I'm not even sure what his responsibility. He blocked down. Guy right. comes in off the you know, off the edge, unblocked. I don't know if Neal thought he – one thing, I don't know what's going on up front. I really don't. And like you said, Mark, I'm not quick to just jump on coaches. But even I put yeah. it on Twitter the other day and because Brian Baldinger was pointing out this function on the offensive line on his Twitter. And I put – I you know, I retweeted it as saying – Hey, Bobby Johnson has to be held responsible for this too, yep. because it's insane what is what you're seeing at times. I don't care the backups, Mark. This is the NFL, as you know. Next man up, function, <laughs> yeah. function, and and basic stuff, basic, a basic twist, twist. basic, yeah. <laughs> and they can't pick it up. So <clears throat> you go, okay. And everybody's trying to rag on on, on Daniel Jones and. This contract, I'm going. We got the right guy to, to get it done, just got to protect him. Now, usually it goes like, and I, I, 
we have a bunch of group. I have a couple group texts uh, with our Super Bowl uh, 21 team guys and our Super Bowl 25 team. There's a mix of both right. on some of them. Right. So <laughs> we'll, we'll watch the Giants game and we'll text back and forth. And I, and I, I text uh, William Roberts. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Man, I don't know what that is. Wow. I, I have no idea. Howard, Mark, can I ask you, have you talked to Howard <laughs> Cross at all? I haven't talked to Howard, no. Because I know I know Howard. He's on the sideline, sidelines doing his games. And I know for a fact there's been a few times where Howard was – he went up to call a call up in a booth and says, I don't know what they're yeah. trying to do out there in this offensive – and I don't mean this guy's getting beat. I'm talking about what we're talking about. Like even yeah. Howard at times has said, I don't know – the schemes are fun, what they're doing. You know, like, yeah. there's even things I think how it looked at, like, I, I'm not quite sure I've ever seen that before. You know, some, <laughs> so there's a lot of, Mark, look, here's the bottom line. There's just a lot of dysfunction going on. And yeah. that fall, and to me, that falls on the coaching staff, too, big time. It, it, yeah, and, and here, here's the thing, and I, that's a, uh, Carl and, and Howard and the Jumbo. That would be we fucking know football. We know, and we, we worked on a Belichick. We know football. Right. We know what we see. We know Bill Parsons. We know what we see. And we, we all can analyze with the best of them. And I don't, I'm going to try to throw anybody on the bus and do whatever, but man, it's just, it's hard to watch these guys play like that at this level. It's not about the money. It's not about this or that. It's fundamental stuff that we see that's not happening. So when you mentioned Howard Cross saying that to Carl and stuff like that, some of that stuff is going on on the, on our group text. And we've never seen that at this level. Wow. You're not supposed wow. to see it at this level. Oh, my God. So, Mark, I so. Mark, I have to ask you, your head coach, Mark Collins, of the New York Giants, and this stuff is going on, how would you handle it? Would you get your offensive line coach and go, what the F is going on? And if it doesn't get straightened out, you're out of this door. You're not even going to make this 17th game. You tell me, Mark, how would you handle if you were the head coach? I'll, I'll do it just like that because <laughs> you, 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 you get, you give, you, I mean, Parcells was great at this. Parcells gave complete autonomy to his coaches until you mess up. It's yours. You own it, but you F it up. <laughs> and, and, I've been very blessed. You talk to the guys who Carl and Howard and Jumbo and those guys. We were very fortunate to play with coaches who who had autonomy to do their job, and they knew. They, I know Lenny Fontes told told us, "Hey, I'm not going to let you guys get me fired." He knew that's that, that's that's yeah. how it was. So, I, I, the dynamic of uh, Dable and Johnson. We're going to week five, man, and we're still doing kindergarten shit. And the extra 17th game won't mean squat if you go, oh, and, you know, by way to week seven to fix the problem. The schedule gets tougher. It gets tougher. You got, you, you got to step. We, we, we have no identity on offense. None. Non-zero. We, we can't establish a run. We can't damn We can't throw the ball. We can't throw the ball on a swing route to the running back. We have no identity. You could as a as a defensive player, 
I love shit like that. I'm like, oh man, we can do whatever we want against these guys. Yeah. But if you know, and I keep bringing up our old Giants teams, everybody knew we were going to run the ball, and we will run the ball. Right. <laughs> we'll keep the ball for thirty-five right. minutes, forty minutes. Right. We have an identity. Yeah. This team has none, and that's that's sad. I was going to add, you can almost say that on defense too. Like they, they're not, you know, they're they're not great tacklers. They they're not great other than Kayvon having four sacks, not rushing the passer. Um, they, they, you know, they can't stop the run. Um, you know, obviously the offense is the story, but you could say defensively the same thing. Um, but Mark, real quick, what you were talking about with Parcells and the coaches, I saw something on on YouTube that he, they were interviewing Parcells and Belichick. And they're playing the Detroit Lions, and and Parcells comes into the the room and says to to the uh, defensive coordinator, he goes, uh, "What did you geniuses come up with this week?" And he says, "Belichick's playing dime," and he's like, "Oh, you're playing dime on first down? Well, why don't you put Stephen Baker out there while you're at it?" And then they asked him, well, "What happened with that game?" And Belichick goes, "We won twenty to nothing." Yeah. And, Bel- and Parcells goes, "Yeah, he was right." So I. I to go with what you said before. Yeah, you know, Jeremy, it's funny you said that. I was thinking that was the Mouse Davis game. That was that. Yes. Uh, what was that? What was that offense called, Mark? The Mouse. The running shoot. The run. The run and shoot. Run and shoot. Yeah. And and Bill came up. Belichick came up with this game plan, as Mark would tell you. And Paul Sells yeah. thought he was nuts, right? Yeah. Right, Mark? And they went yeah. out getting shut out. Yeah. We shut him out, but but that's that's what part. That's what that's what they do. That's what, and Parcells would 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 raz a lot of the coaches. Yeah. But the the coaches that he had were right. Yeah. You know, but that was Bill. I think that's Bill's way of trying to show, you know, who's, you know, he put his thumb on everything, which is that's what head coaches do. But, yeah. You know, but, you know, back to the defense, and Jerry, to follow up on that. I think Wink Martindale, in my opinion, again, I think he's asking these young guys to do too damn much. Okay. I think he's, he's trying to blitz too much and play man coverage with these young guys. They're not ready. I was watching, I broke down some film. You'll see it on, on my, uh, on my uh, ex page, uh, where he's asking Hawkins to go bump and run on Tyreek yeah. Hill. Yeah, and I'm going. Well, first of all, listen, Hawkins will be will be a great player as Banks. They're gonna be great. Oh, they're gonna be okay. You got to know your personnel, yeah. okay? Because most of these young guys, when the coach goes, "Got man coverage, bump and run," they go, "Okay, I'm a bump and run. I'm a bump. I'm a bump." That's Tyreek Hill. The ball's on the, the, far, the near hash. He's by the numbers. Automatically, you got to know, hey, you know what? Let me back up a little bit. Let me just pay off. You got safety help. You're going to bump. Stay on the outside leverage. Force the guy into the double help. No, he didn't do that. He jumps inside, gives Tyreek the whole outside 12 yards to the sideline, right. and ran right by him. And it was over. It was over. Yeah. So, You're the asking guys, a lot. Yeah. You, you ask a lot from these young guys. Banks gets gets it most of the time right, yeah. doing what to do. Mm-hmm. Hogan's not there yet. And once again, that could be a coaching thing on the secondary coach. Hey, what do you are you teaching these guys to hash a rule of split of the receivers? Are you teaching them what do you take these are you teaching them? Knowing where they are on the field, knowing who the competition is, all this stuff like that. So but you know. And then and, and their safety, uh, not not McKinney. 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 Not McKinney. Pinnock. Oh uh, Pinnock. Yeah. Pinnock, yeah. He they're showing man coverage every time they, they break the huddle. He, he's 25, 30 yards deep in the middle. He has no business that deep. Huh. And on the on the deep route to, to Tyreek Hill, I don't know what he was looking at. I don't know what he was reading. That was McKinney, but, Mark. That was McKinney. Oh, that was him? Oh. Yes. 
Yeah. The quarterback is looking right where he's throwing the ball. It's a three-one set. He, he everybody knows his ninety-eight percent is going to the single receiver side, especially when it's Tyreek Hill. Yep. He's still backpelling, and the ball's throwing. He's nowhere in the frame. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. Mark, one one of the one of the hot subjects a couple of weeks ago was the tackling. Okay, against Arizona, wasn't good. I guess San Francisco was even worse. Okay. Uh, got a little bit better last week, but you know, Mark, it's pretty funny because I was talking to Banksy about it, okay, about tackling after 49 yeah. game. He couldn't believe how bad it was. Uh, PFF had it at 18, whatever it was. Me and Banksy had it at 20 plus, okay? So I'm talking to Carl about it, Mark, and I go, Carl, give me, tell me about the tackling. You know, Bobby O'Kurge came out and says, listen, it's about technique and desire. That's all it is, right? And Banks goes, and Banks says to me, he goes, Chris, I could miss a year of football, a year. He goes, and I'll come step on the field, and I'll nail a guy and drive him to the ground. Yep. <laughs> he goes, it's all about desire and technique. He goes, that's all, like basically what Okurike said. He goes, because I, because I kind of asked him, Mark, you know, I said, do you think the two-a-days and the soft training camps now has a lot to do with it? And Banks was like, yeah, a little bit maybe at first. He goes, but, man, if you know how to tackle, you tackle. You know, so Mark, give me your opinion. When you watch those games and you see Debo Samuel running a little in cut and he's going 20 yards because four guys are bouncing off him. Yeah. That's got a a mark that has to drive you ballistic. Oh because God, of what yeah. a physical corner you were. I I put on Twitter today, I said this dude played corner like a linebacker. Okay. <laughs> so that so that had to drive you crazy, Mark. But Mark, what are you seeing in today? And it's not just a, just just, I just want to clarify something, Mark. It's not just the Giants, too. You see it all over this. All game. over, yeah. yeah. All over the damn league now. Mark, what do you see with these guys? What What is going on with the with besides the well, Giants, the whole league with the tackling? Well, uh, first of all, it's not taught anymore because there is no such thing as a perfect tackle, form tackle. So a lot of the guys would either throw a shoulder. I use my shoulders a lot. I used to go, I knew exactly where to hit people around the knees and the ankles. And, and this, my focus was to get them down. Now the guys are looking for big hits, uh, and, and I work. I used to work with a lot of DBs some years ago. A lot of guys are worried about the fines, okay? Yeah. So, you know, if you, it, it's how you go in. And even if the, the runner lowers his head, but you're at a perfect position and you helmet to helmet, that's a penalty. And even if it's not a penalty, you won't, you won't get a nasty grant from, from the league saying, oh, you got fined 9700 bucks." So that, that's, that goes into it as well. Um, but you still have to tackle. You still got to bring your arms. You worry about the other stuff later. You worry about the other uh, situation about penalties or when you do it right and you just get them on the ground, you shouldn't worry about all the other stuff. And it's sad how the league is gone, but that's just how it is. And there's no tackling being taught. <clears throat> there's everyone's looking for the big hit and people worry about the fine. All oh, it's league wide. Even the what? Uh, what's it that? Rough, Roughing the quarterback. What kind of shit is that? Hmm. Well, again, that's a whole <laughs> see, other subject. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm changing. I will go back to that. But there's a three three hundred ten pound lineman. He rushes the passer. He comes over. He sacks the quarterback and lands on top of him. On top of him. How was he supposed to land? He gonna try to yeah, race himself or roll off or the Mark, league is loud. Mark to me, you know, 
that has to be reviewable, in my opinion. And the league yeah. doesn't want to make it reviewable. But look, I've, I've, Jerry, Jerry knows this. I've been saying this for years now. When the Super Bowl is decided on a controversial rough in the past, that they don't make it reviewable. That's you know totally I mean? true. You know, Probably. So, uh, because, Mark, that's huge plays during yeah. games. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So the, ta- so, so the cleaning up, the tackling, the Giants have gotten a little bit better, Mark. Uh, so basically that's what you see, right? When you, when you look at this, it's like – it's like it, to me, Mark. It's still inexcusable, you know. And yeah. I, I understand the fines part of it, and, and not that I'm disagreeing with you, Mark. But to me, there's still teams out there like the 49ers or sound oh. tackling teams. The sure. Ravens, uh, my boy Kyle Hamilton, the safety. I don't know if you checked mm-hmm. out the last few years. A sound tackling. So, Mark, you look at the Giants a couple of weeks ago, and you have to wonder what the hell is going on when you got four guys bouncing off Debo Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I know. I know. And that's where, you know, I'm not saying they're worried about the fines, but I know know that's some of their minds, but you still got to want to do it. You still got to have that want to to go out there and make the play. Yep. So, you know, I I really don't know why they're not doing it because it should be done at this level. And whether you, whether it's, Everybody has a everybody has a light training camps now. Yeah. And now everybody looks good in their shorts and running around and doing all something great. But there's still a physical game. And you still have to make plays and make the tackle when it's presented to you. Because if you don't, then you won't be there and your team will continue to lose and you continue to be in the situation that you're in now. And that is embarrassing. It, it's it's tough. Somebody was, I, I saw, I read somewhere on, on this Bleacher Report or something that uh, some, some of the guys are, I was hearing some of the players, don't, what does it take to, to work, to play in New York? <clears throat> you think that's a problem? I'm going, well, it takes a special person to play in New York. It, it yeah. really does. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. And, and if you do good, great. If you do bad, you better watch out. But there's a there's a happy medium that you it takes a special person to, to deal with that happy medium. I don't know what's going on there now with some of those players, how they're dealing with it, especially some of the young guys who may have success at the college level. But somebody in that locker room's gotta be an alpha dog to straighten that shit out. Oh man. Mark, we've been saying this for weeks. Sorry, thank you. Thank you, Mark Collins. <laughs> you are so smart. Thank you, Mark Collins. Mark's been, Mark's been listening to the podcast, Oh, Alpha, we've been talking about alpha males for three weeks now. It's got, I don't know who it is. What I do know is this. Lawrence Taylor, Michael Strahan, Carl Banks, yes. Mark Collins, Pepper Johnson, Harry Carson, Phil Sims, Bart ain't walking that locker room tomorrow to fire people up. I can't tell you who that player is on that team. I don't know. I, I don't know. I Mark, know. Mark, let me jump in because I'm in the locker room, uh, as you know, and there isn't one player like that. Okay. Wow. Now, there's a couple of guys like Dexter Lawn seems like he's trying to be a little, take control a little bit. Um, But unfortunately, look, I've been talking about this. Jerry knows, right? Jerry, we've been talking about it. Mark, I know even me and you talk a little bit on the side about it because, you know, we'll talk about the locker room and there just isn't a, Alpha male dog guy 
And I think that's really hurting in a way. I really do. Yeah. Um, look, there's been to me, Mark, there's been too much with this organization about let's get that locker room guy that's great and, and, and everybody loves him and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, Mark? Get me some effing football players. <laughs> get me some effing football players. Okay. And if a yeah. guy is, has an edge to him, if a guy's snarky, Whatever it might be, but I want a guy in the locker room, Mark, and you've had this, you had this in your championship teams. I know that, right? Sure. I want a guy in the locker room that if you're playing like shit, if you're missing tackles, or your effort maybe isn't exactly where it needs to be. When you walk through that effing door, you're gonna be met by a Carl Banks. Yeah, you're gonna be met by a Mark Collins, you're gonna be met by even a Phil Sims, and they're gonna say, What the F are you doing on the field? Yep, okay. I, yep. The Giants don't have that. I've been talking about it now. Jerry Jerry knows. I've been talking about it. And that's the exact phrase I use. They just don't have an alpha male. You know, Leo Williams, good guy, but he's just not that alpha male. They need a guy that when you walk in a locker room and you look like shit, Mark, oh, you're playing yep. like shit. They need a guy that as soon as you walk to that locker room door, you're going to be facing him. And he's going to want to know why you're playing like shit. Forget about the coaches, Mark. I'm talking about the players. I'm almost at the point where I'm I'm excited that Tay Banks shows emotion after third down. Like he's like I I know it can't be him, but I look around on that roster. I'm like I don't know who it is. I you know your your number sake there. There isn't. Right, right. There isn't. But I I remember I I, in in I think it was Plax's book when Coughlin had issues with some of the guys on the team. Of course, he told him you're not coaching Sacred Heart, and I love that. Like right. It, it's not all about the choir boy all the time, man. Like you need that, and it's yeah. just it's totally missing and, from this and team. And to me, Jerry and Mark, all you hear about in this organization the last ten years is like, well, he's a good locker room guy, and yeah. and Gettleman's is trading JPP because he wasn't a good locker room guy. Oh, and Odell, we, we signed him to trade him because Odell wasn't a good locker, which was bullshit. Because I was in a locker with Odell, and he was not a problem in the locker. But he's not. He's this. But I know Odell had other issues. Don't don't get me wrong. I understand. Yeah. But this guy's out of locker room. Guy. Well, I tell you what. Now, Saquon Barkley, God bless him, Mark. Great kid. I love him. I love Saquon. Known five, six years now. I know him. Love him. Great kid. But he he's not that, you know, a guy walks in a locker room and Saquon's about to hit you over the head with a, with a garbage can because you're playing like shit. You get what I'm saying, Mark? <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately, they don't have that, you know. Like, you go – I heard this from people who cover the beat for the 49ers, Mark. Mm-hmm. That Fred Warner, as we all know, one of the best linebackers in yeah. football, if not the best. Okay, Mark. That if guys are half-assing in practice or whatever it might be, Fred's like he wants answers. Like, oh, yeah. oh, what? I'm out here busting my, you know what, for sixty minutes, and you're gonna come out here and give this FS effort. And he's yeah. the star. Of the t- we, they don't have that. I think it really. I think it's hurting him in a lot of ways, Mark. I'm not saying that's why they're one and four and all that stuff, but I think it's also hurting him in that locker room. Yeah, it's a piece of the puzzle. Guys, guys, real quick, I'm sorry. We got to pay the bills. Just going to take one break. We'll be right back after this, guys. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz busy now with our special guest, two-time Super Bowl champion, Mark Collins. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry, man. No, I'm just saying that's, that's a piece of the puzzle, you know, as, as we talk about the coaching, the, the techniques have been taught, all that stuff, you put that in the pot, and that's what that's where you start winning, if it goes well for you. When you try to start missing some ingredients, like the locker room and not coach the right technique, not lining up properly on a go route against the fastest man on earth, <laughs> I, 
That shit adds up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hilarious. And Mark, and, and Mark, you know, speaking of the fastest man on earth, I got a beef. And Jerry knows where I'm going to go with this. I want, I want to get your opinion on this, okay? Uh-huh. We got the Jalen Hyatt kid, okay? We got the Jalen Hyatt kid who is right up there with Tyreek Hill, just maybe a shade below speed-wise. Sure. He plays 33 snaps last week, doesn't get a touch. Now, Mark, to me, you know better than me, Mark, this is my opinion. A kid who has home run speed like that, you get him the effing ball any way you could. I don't care if it's three, two tunnel screens. I don't care if it's a jet sweep. I don't care if he's playing quarterback. I don't care if he's carrying a water bucket. Get him <laughs> the damn. He's a home run. Mark, I obviously you never seen him up close. I seen him. I saw him all summer. Mark, yeah. the kid at incredible speed. Okay. Get him the ball. And obviously, Mark, you can't do those nine routes or the deep crosses or seven routes because don't they don't have time. time. By the time no. Daniel, by the time Daniel gets his right foot in the ground, he's getting killed. Yeah, but there's other ways, as you saw against Miami, Mark. There's other ways to get your speed guys the ball, and to me, that is insane. That Jalen Hyatt is out there for 33 snaps, doesn't get a, a kid. I call. I'm a big baseball fan. I think you are too, right, Mark? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so to me, you put the bat in a home run hitter's hands. Get the bat in his hands. Get him in that bat. So what I mean by that is. Get the damn ball because this kid can hit a home run at any time. To me, Mark, it's inexcusable how this kid is not has been part of the offense. And so they, they increased him a little bit. 33 snaps, not one touch. Mark, tell yeah. me how you feel about that. Am I wrong with that? I'm, I'm no, like, you're right. You're right. You, you got to get him on a, jet, on a jet sweep or something. But even on a jet sweep, this guy get blown up by a defensive end of the heart because the offensive line can't even do shit. <laughs> That's not the right? end. That's not the answer I wanted to hear, Mark. But, it's, but no, Chris, I'm telling you. I, I know, know bro. I know, where you're, I know where you're coming from, bro. Okay, yeah, we, yeah. Okay, okay, check it out. We tried that little quick bubble screen against Miami, right? Real quick. Mm. The receivers couldn't even block it. The, the, the poor receiver got blown the hell up. Lost four yards. Mark, we tried the, we tried a wide receiver pass, and Paris Campbell got out of sacked. <laughs> So, uh, Kafka Kafka was here in Kansas City with the, with the, with the Chiefs for, for a while, and he's a quarterbacks coach, and he he know he know listen he knows football. I'm not saying he doesn't, but when you you're very you're very your hands are tied when you can't fucking block. No, I know his hands are tied. I'm, I'm I'm just saying. And I, I listen as, I as much that. as much as I love defense, I give to Caesar. You don't start nothing on the, in the game without a good offensive line. I, I, you don't. Yeah. You don't because because yeah. that that's how the league is. Now, twenty five years ago or so, defense wins championships and it still does to a point because you got to stop these high fluting offenses. Yeah. But if you have a good offense line and a decent, a serviceable <laughs> quarterback, you know in Kansas City they got Mahomes. We got Mahomes. Great. You know that's a great quarterback. So Buffalo got Josh Allen. Uh, two was down there. My, those solid guys, Joe Burrows and Cincinnati. Man, I'm tell you. So if you got that situated, then you can do the jet sweeps, and you can do the dipsy, do the quick screen, bubble screen passes to Jamar Chase or whatever. And we can do it with Hyatt, but we don't have an offensive line that holds up. 
You don't. No, I, no listen, I, I understand that's part of it. I, I get it, Mark. I get it. So just you got to get with this. Do we put do we put him at punt return or care returner? No, nah, I don't no. think. No, they're not doing that. Yeah. No, as I'm saying. So yeah. if you want to give him the ball, just do that. Last time we did some shit like that, we got Jason Seahorn hurt. Oh, moment of silence. Remember that? Oh <laughs> I do. Preseason 98. Last time I did in 86, I got concussed. Yeah, we that's, don't right. Want that. that's right. Yeah, the Saints game. <laughs> that was the Saints game, right? Yeah. yeah. No, um, Mark. So, <laughs> that's funny. So, so yeah, Justin Jerry, Pugh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Fucking Mark cracked me up there. Yeah. No, I know. Just, Justin Pugh's coming in. Now, I'm not expecting Anthony Munoz, but if we're saying that a lot of this is coaching, can a guy like that, and I'm looking for anything here, Mark, can a guy like that help this offensive line? Well, I'm going to tell you. Jerry, it won't hurt. I mean, we're as low as we can go. And I'm not saying that Justin is low, but right. he knows he knows the New York area. He's been there before. He's a giant. He gets it. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna send him. I was gonna shoot him a text when he's when he's signed. But he knows the situation. Uh, can he be an anchor? Uh, yeah, you know, one of those veterans. Hey, this is how we're supposed to do it. And maybe some of those young guys can watch him and learn from him, and they go out and have a beer and they talk football, right. talk about line stunts, stuff like that. Yeah, that can help. Mark, what did you think of? We you know last week we went through the Evan Neal situation. Okay, he comes out, he makes those comments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, when you say things about the fans, I mean that's mm -hmm. just gonna not gonna go over well. Okay. Um, I when he first said it, I put it on Twitter. Oh no, Evan, don't do that. You know that that's just not going to be good. You know, um, what two things I want to ask you, Mark? Because a lot of people were like, "Well, Dable lost control of the locker room. Look what the players are doing already." Okay, look, they're making comments. I didn't see it like that, Mark. You tell me. First off, what did you think? I mean, obviously, mistake by Evan shouldn't be doing that. Obviously, I would imagine. And is that a reflection on Brian Dable? No, not at all. Brian, Brian, Brian's a stand-up guy. I, I, I take Evan's comment as a frustrated player. He's as frustrated as we are. Right. Because he, he's playing. It's, it's, it's not personal with the fans. Sometimes you spot off when you shouldn't. Uh, no saying when you win, say little. When you lose, say less. Uh, I would tell that kid if that was my son, if I was coaching him. Right. Um, and whenever you go after the media or a fan or fans in this situation, it's all it's all downhill from there because it's a very hard hole to get out of unless you get out there and start doing your job well and winning comes on because winning solves everything. Yeah. Uh, losing exposes everything. <laughs> <laughs> So Magnify, magnifies a lot. Yeah, it just does. So I'm, I'm sure he, and unfortunately, in today's society, once it's out there, it's out there, and they can never, you can never reach, never, it. never forget. Back it. in the day, we, we had newspapers. Yeah, that was it. I was misquoted. I was misquoted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But now it's out there. So now the onus is up to him, is on him to um, to fix it, and what, and I don't know how you're going to fix it. All I know is what he Mark. has to do is just go out there, do his job, do it well, and that ever ha whatever happens from that yeah, happens. It's, it's got to be with his play. He already apologized, and if he, he seems sincere, seems like a good kid, 
And look, you just play better. That's all I said. Giant fans are going to forgive you if you play well. That, but if you continue to do what you're doing on Sundays, then it's going to be an issue. Mark, real yeah. quick, people are asking what kind of cigar do you have, and they, by the way, they love that you have a cigar in Coors Light. So, oh, but what, what kind I'm, of cigar I'm is that? I'm smoking an Alec Bradley Project Forty. If I can put that on camera, Project Forty. Okay. It's right. a Maduro. Nice. Great cigar. It's my go-to cigar. About uh, seven, eight bucks a stick. I don't believe in spending more than twelve bucks a stick. That's just mm. me. A lot of quality <laughs> cigars out there, and I like Coors Light because it's easy. I, I, I like I like a lot of beers. Guinness and Coors Light are my favorites. Wow, Every, that's that's yeah. the opposite ends of the spectrum. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. like me. I'm I'm the opposite of the spectrum. I, I like that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 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 Um, I was gonna say like we're gonna jump off the offensive line for a second. Um, what do you what are you seeing with the young corners? Are, are you are you hopeful? Um, look, Tay Banks is someone like Chris and I were like just switch to twenty five, switch to Collins number already, and he did wisely, right? Um, and and we're hoping that he ends up playing like you did, and he looks like he's he's, he's on his way. But what are you seeing with the young corners? Are you, are you happy or or cornerback play overall? Like give me your no, I'm I'm happy I'm, I'm happy how, the, how how Banks is playing. You can tell he knows the game. I I, I see. Couple of plays he made, you know, hey, he sloughs off. I like his movement. Uh, I like that. I like Hawkins. Hawkins has, to me, great line speed. He's just stiff, and that's not. He is what he is. But if he learns the game and plays off, I think he he could be fantastic. You're asking him to do something. What I've seen so far, he's not a good bumper run guy. That's not his deal. If he has to play off a press bail, that's okay. Just get the job done. Uh, I don't like a Dory. Jackson in the slot. Uh, he's not used to that in playing in his space yet. Yeah. If I had him for about a week and a half or two weeks, once you know, get him, you know, you don't have to always be inside or outside. You're like a weak side backer. You got to play like that. You have run responsibility. And you got to, sometimes you don't have to jam. Just be in position to make a play. Uh, he doesn't understand that just yet. But hopefully, if he's being coached well, he'll get that. Uh, the safety yeah. positions. They're okay. Uh, I just think sometimes in the man coverage, they show too much by playing deep. They don't disguise much. And I, I don't like that. You, when you don't disguise, you are basically telling the quarterback what you're in. You're not giving your defensive line and linebackers a chance to blitz, to put pressure. Because when you guys start blitzing your, your nickel backs and corners, something has gone awry. You don't need to do that all the time. So, that's that's right. wink, Mark. That's wink. That's his system, and I, I put it on there. I put this a bad wink and a good wink. And look, it got him. Look, it it got him out of it got him out of Baltimore. Harbaugh had enough of him sticking with the same system when he didn't have the personnel for it. Yeah, he doesn't have a nail. That's what I'm saying. That, I mean, now he's seen a bad wink at times where he's yeah. just going to do his system. You know, he's, he's gonna, and, he's, and Mark, you know, change. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Mark, you know, you're watching the All Twenty Two and. There's really not a lot of pre and post stat looks. It's what he comes up, and that's what you're gonna get. That's what, what you're gonna get. Patrick Graham, Mark. It's funny, Mark. Patrick Graham, you know the DC before uh, Wink. You know with with Joe when yeah. Joe had him over here. I mean, that's all you saw from Graham, Mark. Was pre, and then boom. Then you had that post snap look, and he tried yeah. skies. He tried. You know what I mean? At times, you know, he tried that those skies looks. You know, you thought you thought. You, uh, quarterback will think even in that shell look, and he'll go, he'll drop it to the cover three and all that stuff, Mark. You know, yeah. but Wink, it is what it is. You know, he's going to play his system. Uh, he didn't blitz as much against Miami last week. The, the times he did, he got burned. <laughs> he got burned. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But, you know, you look at that and, look, he's catching a lot of heat for the Hawkins. Dory was supposed to be in there. He had a chin strap issue or whatever. Yeah. Look, they got a Dory out of there. The, the last two games, he's been back on the outside. Hawkins has been on the, you know, been on the bench. Been on the sideline, you know, and then Hawkins had to jump in last week. Dory had that thing, but Dory's out of slot corner, Mark. You know, he's, he's, not, he's not. No, he's not. All. Look, they've had Flot over there now the last few weeks. He's played all right. Flot's he's not good. Flot doesn't really have that slot body either, Mark. You know, so it's they, an issue. They don't. They, they don't know. They don't. They don't know the techniques to play inside. Right. There is a technique of playing slot. From you go from corner, where a lot of guys can't make that transition from corner to slot to safety. I could rattle off five names of guys who did it. I'm one of them. Uh, Charles Woodson, Ronnie Lott, Rod Woodson, who was Everson Walls. You know, guys, you, you, that, you were used to that kind of stuff. Uh, Deion Sanders couldn't do it. Uh, Aeneas Williams couldn't do it. There's some guys from Hall of Famers that couldn't, it's hard to do because it's a different mentality. You got to play inside, you have to know where your help's coming from, where your fit is doing the run and knowing exactly what a team's trying to do to you. That's a lot of things. That's three hats you got to wear, four. You got to mm-hmm. wear in that position. And it's not, not always being physical. Right. It's being in the right place at the right time, knowing what a quarterback's trying to do. Well, if you don't know how to do that, you're going to give up a lot of big plays, you're going to be out of place, and you're going to look lost. And that's what I've seen so far. Right. So, you know, some and work spe- needs to be done. Mark and Jerry, um, speaking of slot corners, you're probably going to see the best in the game Sunday night for Buffalo and Taron Johnson. Keep an eye on him. He's probably the best in the game right now. At it. Uh, Speaking of a guy who knows exactly what yeah. Sean, McDerm- Sean McDermott wants from his nickel corner. Uh, you know, you're going to see Sunday night. Uh, he's one of the yeah. best in the game. It's funny to play him Sunday night. So, Mark, what do you think about Sunday night, man, Buffalo and – you know, you know Buffalo. You see, they got one of the best QBs. Um, they're coming off a loss, a little sluggish in London. Come, you know, come on a second half, they lose, but they lost some key guys on defense. Not the same team right now. You know, when you lose Matt Milano's and you yeah. lose guys like to Darius White at your position, you know, the, yeah, one, of, one of the, and uh, you know now they lost the Quan Jones up front. Not the same defense now. Um, what do you see? You know, how did Giants beat these guys, Mark? What is- I, you know what? I, I'm gonna tell you before I get to that. Let me go back to this. And this is what Wink's going to have to do on defense to, to play Buffalo. The best half I've seen Giants play defense was against Arizona. That second half. Mm-hmm. Because he got out of that blitz shit and went to basic zone stuff. Come Mark, real quick, it was the forward. best the offense looked too. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. That second half. Yeah. But even the second half of the offense, they established something. They started running the ball, started yeah. quick passes. Yeah, sorry. You know, get, yeah. get the ball out of here. Yeah. And when they, the Giants got to do the same thing. Play some zone. It's okay to play zone. It's okay to keep the ball in front of you. Yeah. It's okay to, to take the pressure off these corners. It's up to get the man coverage against Diggs. And, and no, let's 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 break, let the game happen. So to Buffalo, can it be Buffalo? Yeah, this is NFL. Any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday, anything can happen. But none's going to happen until the Giants establish something. On offense and defense, you know, you got these big three hundred pound linemen. I think to me, talking to William Robinson, Jumbo, Barnum's every now and then. The easiest thing is a run block. (laughs) Go forward, run the ball. Even if you get three or four or five, three or four yards, you get three or four yards of carry. Okay, now it's fourth and one. You're playing on house money. You're not supposed to be here anyway. 
you might as well go for it. Go for the damn thing. But until they establish something, they can make something happen on offense. On defense, you know, play some zone, play some man from off, try to disguise a little bit. You're not going to trick Josh Allen. You know, he is what he is. And that big body runs the ball, try to hit him as hard as you can, tackle him. He's a quarterback, so he's big, but he hit him yeah. and make something happen. I say, Mark, I say this all the time. You know, it's not illegal to run on third and two. You know, you don't have no. to be you don't have to be in that shotgun in third and two. You know, it is allowed in this league. You can run the ball in third and two and third and three. It's like a lost art in this league. It's it's well, well most most of the offensive coordinators are are geniuses now. Yeah, in their own minds. You know, yeah. Yeah. So you know am I an old school guy? Yeah, but I'm a new school guy too. I get the change how to you know to, to adapt to, to to the game. Sometimes, you know. If it's fourth and inches or third and one, shit, you know what? I Get on the center. I'm not saying quarterbacks you get all the time. Just hand the ball to your tailback who's maybe not six yards deep, maybe three yards. Just get get a right. yard. Right, right, now, right. And, everybody, and everybody's doing this little scrum, Yeah, you know? What kind of shit is that? Oh, just do a scrum. All right, whatever. That's going to that's gonna be outlawed <laughs> it is. in about a year or two. It's it going to happen. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not football. I'm sorry, yeah, Mark. Yeah. That's not rugby. football. That's rugby. rugby. That's rugby. Yeah. 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 I said it last offseason, right, Jerry? I said they got to get rid of this thing. I don't mean because of the Eagles or success. So the other team, everybody's doing it. That's not football. Mark, having a guy stand up and having three guys pushing forward, that's not football. It's insane. No, that's rugby. Yeah, it's Mark, if, if the Giants get the ball first Sunday night and they go three and out, I'm just psychologically like, what? what? I know they're not, it's not supposed to affect them, but you think that just affects the defensive psyche yes. at that point? Yes. Yes, it does. It, it, it does. It, it does because the pattern has been set, right? I'm in Kansas City. I'm a, I'm a Chiefs ambassador, so I'm with the organization. And when the Chiefs get the ball and talk to the defensive players and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the defense is going, okay, they, they stay stand and watch. They're going, okay, let's see what he does. It may be seven, it may be three points, but the Chiefs are going to get the ball and they're going to make some drives. Whether they score or not, the defense goes, okay, cool. We, we, we got the tempo now. And the Chiefs defense got there, they do the thing. Watching the Giants, and as a defensive player, if I was on that squad, and even our teams in the 80s and 90s, when offense got the ball and they got a drive and we get a 12-yard drive and get a touchdown, that pumps us up. <laughs> We're going, yeah, nice. offense is on. Yeah, let's go get a three and out. Let's get these guys the ball back. When if the, if the Giants go out there and three and out in the first series, the defense is gonna say, "Oh shit, here we yeah. go again." Right, <laughs> right. That's just the, the the tone that's set. If you do that, how tough is it, Mark? How how tough is it in an NFL locker room that one side of the ball? Well, you, you know what? In this case, obviously the offense is so bad. And you, I'm yeah. looking at the numbers today, Mark, and it's just really bad. And the amount of pressures and hits they've been allowed the last few weeks is. I mean, it's just like historical, really. But how how tough is it, Mark, for guys to not be pointing fingers? And how much of a responsibility is the head coach to stop that and make sure it doesn't happen? Well, it, it, it's it's I um, well, fortunately, I haven't been in a locker room like that hardly at all. But <laughs> if I were to be in a locker room like that, I think the closest I've been like that is in 
But that was against Ray Hanley. That was Ray Hanley's. Uh, I was just going to say 92. Mark, 92. Mark, I was just going to say you had to have some of that with Ray Hanley. Something, no? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But 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 that wasn't the offense. That was that was a whole coaching deal. Yeah, that was yeah, a whole right. disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So we, you know, but um, <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine the players won't turn on each other uh, because I think Dable has a complete control of that situation. That's frustration. I'm saying they're not, they're not frustrated. Right. Uh, the coaching staff got to got to fix that. I mean, they're not gonna point fingers to a point where they'll be bitching at each other and pointing the fingers. And you guys do this. Uh, uh, but but then to last year, we saw that in Denver when uh when uh what's his name the quarterback with Hackett, Hackett and Wilson yeah well Wilson. Well, well Russell Wilson was having an abominable first four or five games and the linebacker got in his face yeah on the sideline yeah 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 so i don't but the hacker was a difficult i don't think dable dable was, was stomped that shit out immediately right first and secondly i don't think the giants have any players like that who would get in anybody's face which yep. goes back to what we said 35 minutes ago so yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Well, what you have to be aware of, Mark, as you know, is that what happens is a lot of times, like you said, there's not going to be guys in a locker room. But hey, you got to do it. But what guys do sometimes, as you see it across the league, is that they'll they'll say something to the media. Well, we did our job, or you know, we were out yeah. there thirty. We were out there thirty six minutes. You know, guys guys will kind of say that, and then right away the media will yeah. remember that. Oh, look. Mark Collins is frustrated. He's out there. He's, he's blaming the offense. You know how that shit works, Mark. Yeah, especially, especially the New York media. Especially, whoa, boy. Yeah. yeah. Look, look yeah. I look. I'm look. I'm there. I'm around it. I'm with. I'm in the media room, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's there's some you know there's some things trying to get out there now that Dave is losing control of the locker room, which is insane. He has not lost any control of the locker room at all. I'm there. Yeah. I know Dave's. I see what's going on. I'm around the team. Um, but right away, you know, when the team's losing, oh, Evan Neal, he should have never said that. That means Dave was losing it. No, the kid was frustrated. The kid was frustrated, and he said a stupid thing, and he regrets saying it. You know, he's a small-town kid, Mark, Evan Neal in Alabama. He's a small-town. And he, the cameras and the losing and the frustration hit him. Sure. And I'm, not, I'm not making excuses, Mark. You know, it, it was wrong what he did. Absolutely, you don't attack fans and all that, but you know, you saw some people didn't want to move on. They didn't want to move on, you know. But like oh, you said, the kid apologized, and like we said, you yeah. play better football, and the fans don't give a crap. Forget about it. And the fans are frustrated too. So the fans are frustrated. Yeah, they pay a lot of money. Look, Mark, they as you know, brother, they pay a lot of money. PSLs invest their time, and they don't want to see this crap. That's what no, the Giants are putting on. No, you know, no. you know, it's because they, they're not competitive right now, Mark. They are, uh, they're just not a competitive team right now. No, and fans they, are not going to go for that. No, I made a comment on social media on Monday night against Dallas, and I'm I'm watching it again. I, I'm I, my blood started boiling. That's why I got to be careful with this watching the Giants because so I, I take it to another level. So I got to watch myself. We like that level. though. That's great, man. That's I love awesome. that. Mark. I love so, that about you, brother. So, uh, so, I, and I'm going, and I and I, I had enough. So I go, you pay this man all this money and you don't protect him? Yeah. How? It makes no sense. It's, it's like it's like buying a Lamborghini and putting regular gas in it, of diesel in it. <laughs> you can't do that. 
right. What the hell is this? I don't know. I'm like, uh, I just couldn't. And then you go, okay, well, that's just one game. I get it. And then you see the next week. And then it happens. And again, wait, something's not right. Something's not connecting. So I just try to figure it out. And I think we're all trying to figure it out. But I'm, 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 I'm still going to look forward to, you know what I want to see? Tell us. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just, go ahead. J- just be, just play well. That's what we were asking for. Yeah. Just play well, be consistent, get an identity, and just play. Okay? J- just, just show me some consistency. Not on the losing end. Just show me some progress. Right. And, and that, that's what I know I'm, I'm asking. That, that I'm, I'm lowering the bar because before the season started, we had the bar way up here. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to lower the bar. We we said that before the 49er game. All right. They're, you know, they're one and one. It was like, all right, we're not, we're probably not going to win this game, but just be competitive. And although the score was, it just felt like, man, this score, is, this team's so far away. And then when you get smoked by Seattle, and then smoke to, and then win the turnover battle three nothing against the Dolphins, and the game feels like a sixty point loss. Um, yeah, that's where we are, right? And and you just want them to start playing better. So, Mark, a lot of people do remember you. Um, obviously, one of the most underrated Giants of all time. A lot of nice comments from people, but oh, good. just yeah, good stuff, man. Well, I pre- listen. I, I appreciate all the Giants fans, and I've always respected them, and and I, and and I hope that I've given them some great memories back in the day and be always been approachable when it, after the games and, and go to some of that post tailgate, uh, tailgate situation in the parking lot. Met a lot of people that way and, and even on social media. I've always respected Giant fans. To me, and I'm, I, know, I know I'm in Kansas City, man, there's no no better fans than Giant fans. There it I'm is. I'm gonna tell you. I, yep. And I played 13 years and been on four teams there are no better fans because they know everything about you. They know, they know everything. I just, it is what it is. <laughs> Lunatics, all of them. I, you know what? Mark's rookie season, Remy, Jerry, Bill Belichick told Parcells, hey, we got to get this Collins on the field. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this Collins on the field. Man, that was, uh, I, I love that memory, you know, Belichick, because Mark was a rookie and all that stuff. And, you know, and Parcells are the rookies. We, we, we all know that. And when, Bel- yeah. when Mark was doing his thing and, you know, Belichick walked up to Bill Parcells, and he was like, "We got to get this twenty-five on the field." I remember, right, Mark? Back in the day, yeah. man, that had to be a great feeling when you know they started putting your butt on the field, man. When I when I when I got drafted to the Giants, and then um, they mailed Bill Belichick mailed me the playbook before minicamp, so I knew I had a legit shot because they traded Mark Haynes and Elvis Patterson was there and started last year. There and it's okay. Well, I'm I'm walking in and I'm uh, and I was I was very strong minded. Let's put it that way. And you're still up, brother. You still up. No, yeah, on Twitter and stuff. Love I it. See you guys. Love it. I I told I told Perry Williams, Chad Watts, uh, who else was there? Ellis Patterson, uh, Davis uh, from Clemson, Tyrone Davis, Tyrone Davis. All those, yeah, all the corners. I say, listen. I, I shit you not when I say this. I said, I'm taking somebody's job. I remember. I remember. Nice. That was my mindset. I said, I'm not here to make friends. I respect you all, but I'm I'm here to take somebody's job. And I told everybody, you discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, like, you know, the older Giants fan, right? Like my father, Chris's father, when they watched in, in 
preseason, they would say things like, they got to get this Collins kid to play. Like that, that was the blessing right there, Mark, that the older fan base right away when they saw you were all saying, this kid's got to play more. So they agreed with you, just so you know. Well, I, I didn't, well, that's that's nice to hear. But but I, was, I, mean, I wasn't trying to be braggadocious. I'm going to compete. Well, you're a corner too that comes with the territory. Especially on that left corner. That left corner is a special breed. Right. And I'm and I, some fans sent me eight some some stuff. He goes, do you know in the Giants history, you're the only corner in Giants history who's been at one position for eight years straight as a starter. I said, wait. And so he sends me this link and I looked it up. So from '86 to '93, one position at left corner for eight years straight. No other Giant corner has done that. They went oh, yeah. from left to right okay. for eight years. I said, oh shit, okay. So yeah. I, I think that means a lot. So, but but back to what I was saying about. And I wasn't trying to be argumentative with the guys when I'm playing in, in competition with. I'm here to play. Yeah, yeah. I know making the team is great, but I want to play. I want to be. I want to contribute. And I started nine or ten games that season in '86. We won the Super Bowl. Played in every game except one. Washington, because I broke my hand the week before in San Francisco. I still finished that game, but Parcells and Belichick kept me out of the game against the Redskins for reasons I have no idea. Because I had a big ass scoop in my hand. And they thought I couldn't play, but I finished the game in San Francisco. The one in RFK? The one in RFK. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the only game I didn't play in. So yeah. Uh real quick, I got a question from the audience. Uh Adriana asks, Do you mentor any players and would you take on banks, Mark? Do you mentor any players now? Oh, I not anymore, but if, if some players called, I would. And I've done that in the past. Uh worked with a couple of corners down in uh with the Titans, uh, a couple of guys uh with the Chargers many years ago. That was maybe eight, nine, ten years ago. Whenever, whenever a guy needs some help, uh, either I'll fly in or they'll uh, they'll fly in or whatever. We'll, we'll do some some work and, but not as much. If if a player ever reached out, yeah, it's it's easy because I yeah, playing corners it's a it's a, a dying breed of playing corners. Sure. And if I can always give some kind of uh, help, I would. Sure. Well, nice. Mark, if you met Tay Banks right now, he's in front of you. What would you, what would you tell him the first thing you would say to him, Tay? Oh, just believe what you see. Uh, believe believe what you see. Uh, guys in this league are not going to try to trick you because they are who they are. Tell, Mark, just quickly tell you tell tell the audience exactly what you mean by believe what you see. Oh, the alignment, the split of a receiver, uh, the formations that you get, uh, the routes that come from that, uh, the splits. Believe it. Uh, go to instincts. If you, if you think a, a curl is going to come out of this, a 12-year curl, believe it. Uh, you see a back offset on a 3-1 set, single receiver side, and you're playing from off, expect the slant, quick hitch, believe it, jump it. Because 98% on the 3-1 split, you on a single receiver side, it's coming to you. <laughs> right. It's coming to you. So that's, what is, that's what I mean, believe what you see. So that's it. That's great, great stuff, Mark. Really, man, really is. Jerry, um, Mark, do you want to stick around for about five more minutes and do picks with us? Sure. Awesome. All right. He, he just lit up, man. He's got the whole he's got the whole stick there. He's ready to roll. Nice. <laughs> so, so Mark, I was ahead. Now we're tied. I, it, it happens every year. I'm the I'm the team that starts off hot in the first quarter, and by the fourth, I just I wear down. So, Chris and I've been going at it for four years. He's won every year. And I was ahead by four two weeks ago. Now we're tied. So that's okay. that's the story of my life, uh, Mark. Sorry, it is what it is. I because I, I a lot of times go with my heart, and I'll, I'll pick against the NFC East when I know I shouldn't. But 
right. Anyway. Excuses, right. excuses, Mark. Yeah, no, I know. No excuses. By the way, Mark, I am a Yankees and Giants fan as well. So All right. To point that out. So Chris likes the Red Sox. All right. Broncos Ooh. at Chiefs tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, Chris likes the Red Sox. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mark. I tell you what. Jerry, what did you do? The Broncos Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah, Broncos Chiefs. I tell you, Mark, what, there's a unit in this league that doesn't get talked about enough because of Mahomes. And that unit yeah. is the Chiefs defense, brother. They got a yeah. lot of talent on that side of the Yeah, place. right. And I, I did a show last night here in Kansas City, and we talked about the secondary. And my thing, my comment on these guys was they're young and they're playing this well. They did live young last year. Now there's two young guys, other guys who are coming in who are younger. And they're playing this well, and they're playing very good. And I hope that I said, I hope they're not listening to me. They're playing this good, and they don't, they don't even know how good they're playing yet. They don't even know mm-hmm. what they're doing yet, and they're just solid. So they're, they're, they're playing well. And I, it's, it's amazing how Spags have gotten these guys to believe in what, he, what, he, what he's doing, what they're doing. And they're, they're, they're pretty well. They're doing good. I, I, I like the uh, – as far as the game, Jerry, obviously I like the Chiefs. I think they'll yeah. smoke them. Them is a mess. Unanimous. Denver's playing well, and, and I think Patrick's won 10 straight against them. And uh, But there's, there's one thing, and you guys know this. When you're playing a, the divisional game, you play, these guys know what you They know what you do. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. It's not going to be a blowout because Denver right. knows Kansas City and Kansas knows Denver. I think the Chiefs will win again 27-20. Wow. 21. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark. If this game is that close within six points, <laughs> if I ever see you around the golf on me, uh, Denver yeah. couldn't stop the Jets. Are you I'm out telling of you, your mind? This is going to be a you, wipeout. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. Oh, we'll see. I'm going to text you. I'm texting you Thursday night to keep that these, phone on. These, these games are always like that. Russell Wilson looks game. lost. Not this right. year. No, he's, not, he's, not good, anybody. he's having a better year than last year. Well, last year, oh, he, yeah, okay, really. I'm not going to argue with Mark Collins, but he was terrible last year. So, all right, we'll see. I'm arguing with Mark Collins on this one, Jerry. <laughs> no God, way this is awesome. a six-point game. I so can't funny. wait to text Mark Thursday night. Go ahead. Next game, buddy. <laughs> all right. Sunday, 9.30 a.m. in London again. Ravens at Titans. I'm, I'll go first. I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'll go, with the, Titans, I'll go with, with the Titans. I'm all going right. with the Titans. All right. Here's here's a here's gonna be a unit here's gonna be a first unanimous one. Panthers at Dolphins. <laughs> Not gonna be close, well, is it, Mark? Well, hopefully, uh, will Miami put up seventy again in this one? <laughs> Miami, obviously. Yeah. 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 Well, you wanted you, know to, you wanted to go Panthers. I'm gonna take the Panthers. Okay. Oh my God, Mark! Right. Have you All lost right. your mind out there in Kansas City? <laughs> what is in that I'm, cigar? <laughs> I'm I'm just be I'm just I'm just doing opposite what you guys do. Okay. Oh, all right. You know, you don't really mean that, do you? Uh, <laughs> uh my God. Are all you right. out of your mind, the Carolina in Miami? Yes, on, stop. yes, I do. Yes, I do. Cool. <laughs> Mark, I'm gonna be blowing your phone up by the end of Sunday night. Go ahead. Well, we got we Go got ahead, some Jerry. reactions. We got people laughing, but okay, cool. All right, good stuff. Uh Saints at Texans. This isn't an easy one. Texans are playing well, Ooh. they lost close one last week. Saints demolished, right? They 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 shut out last week, Speaking right? Speaking of Belichick, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, nothing, thirty-four nothing. Uh, I'll go with uh, this is tough. Saints are defense playing well. Mm, I'm still gonna go Texans at home. I'm gonna go I'm with the Texans. Saints. I'm going Texans. All right, 
I don't like that CJ Stroud. Mark, have you checked out the CJ Stroud? Love him. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Smart kid. He's smart. smart. He, 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 he knows how to get with the ball quickly. He knows exactly what to do. Oh, he's, and he manages the game pretty damn well. He, he manages the game. He seems to pick up what defenses are doing real fast, Mark, mm-hmm. for a rookie. It's pretty impressive, man. Um, Colts at Jaguars. Jaguars with a big win last week. Colts. I'll go Jags, uh, Jags at home. Yeah, I like the Jags win last week. I know it was in London, Buffalo, but I think I think Doug Peace is going to get these guys rolling. I like the Jaguars, too. So when are the Jags going to move over to London for good? Yeah, well, uh, I said the, it last week. We said it last week. They'll be the first yeah. team to go if it happens. Yeah, we did on the podcast. We said they're going to be yeah. the first team. Yeah, because yeah, the owner, owner owns he owns he owns uh, the soccer team over there. So yeah, yeah, and that's the only team because he was the only team that goes over there a lot. Anyway, I got the Jags. I got the Jags. Yeah, no, we said the same thing. Uh, Seahawks at Bengals. Seahawks are good. Bengals got a nice win last week. Yeah, I still don't believe in the Bengals, man. I'm going to go Seahawks on the road. I tell you what, I think Joe Burrow's leg is getting better. He seemed to be moving a little bit better last week. I'll go with – that game is Cincy, right, Jerry? Yeah. yeah. I'll go with Cincy at home. I like Cincy as well. All right. Uh, Vikings at Bears. Vikings what? They don't they – don't, they, they have one win? And yeah, the one Bears, and Something's going to break here, right? Both one and four. Uh, I'm going to go Bears at home. I, I Justin Fields has found it. I'm gonna go Bears at home. I'm I'm, I'm going Bears too because Jefferson he's uh, he's hurt. I think he's out. Yeah, that's right. Jefferson's out. Yeah. That's right. He's out. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. J- you know what? JJ's on IR. He's out four games, and the Bears have been moving the ball last two weeks. Yeah. I like the Bears yeah. too. Yeah. Don't give up uh, on this Justin Fields. I know a lot of people wanted to give up on this kid. No. I like yeah, him. He's good. Don't, don't give up on this kid, brother. Um, best team in football: the 49ers at the Browns. No Deshaun oh. Watson either. Yeah, I'm going to 49ers. Uh, Niners. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Dallas loses, and they're like, well, we're still their level. Okay. If you say no. so, Dallas. <laughs> 42 to 10. You know, the Giants lose, and we're like, wow, we really have a ways to go. Dallas loses 42 to 10. And I'm like, yeah, we're the, we're still their level. It's Dallas funny. So, so full of it. Hey, Mark, yeah. I'm curious. Speaking of Dallas, what do you think of Dak? I, I think he is. He, he's a my daughter. He's as Dak? good as he's gonna. No, he's Dak. <laughs> he, he, Dak is as good as he's gonna get. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Now, is he better than most quarterbacks? Yeah. Can he get Dallas over the hump? Uh, debatable. But he, he's as good as he's gonna, he's gonna get. And until he, when he runs up against other teams that knows how to stop him, he's not gonna do shit. He's, he is what he is. All right. Uh, Patriots at Raiders. And Patriots coming off a horrible one. Raiders yeah. come off the win. Uh, I just don't. I mean, Patriots are bad. I got to go Raiders. Yeah, I'm going Raiders too. Patriots just they're a mess. They're a mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go oh, Raiders because both they both know each other. They got the same damn playbook. Yeah, don't, right. be, don't be the surprised if the scores nine to seven. Don't be surprised yeah. at that. Yeah, <laughs> right. five and more. I, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Oh, okay, nice. All right. Uh Lions at Bucks, 425. Ooh, that's Dad, a Chris. good one. I'll go with the Lions. I know I, I know the Bucks are playing well and Baker's playing pretty pretty decent. Tampa Bay's got a lot of good names at defense still. You've seen it, man. But I'll go with the I like this Lions team, man. I'll go with the Lions. I'm going Tampa. And I, I that was my sleeper pick. Remember, I thought I was crazy. I said, man, listen, Baker kick and play. Don't 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 count them out just yet. I like Tampa. I'll go Lions. Um, Cardinals at Rams. I thought the Rams were going to pull it out last week. 
Um, I took the Cardinals last week. I'm going to go Rams at home this week because of McVay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Rams. Overall. Yeah, Rams. Unanimous. All right, three more. This is a big one. Eagles at Jets. I would love, <laughs> love to say Jets just because it's the Eagles, but I, there's no way. I just can't. It's, the Eagles are going to – I mean, how how is Zach Wilson going to perform against that defense, that defensive line? I'm going to go with the Jets. I hope you're right. Oh, man. I hope um, you're right. You know what? If the Jets have any sort of – I can't say weakness, any sort of nah, – maybe you could do some things on them. It's the run game. The yeah. Eagles could run the ball. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. I don't I'll like it, you, but I am. I'll teach you this Collins the game of football, Jerry. Don't <laughs> yeah, what, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. This freaking Collins. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll educate him later. Go ahead. We're going to skip Sunday night you, for now. <laughs> Cowboys at Chargers Monday night. I'm going to go Chargers at home. It's because I'm rooting for them. (laughs) It's a Uh, bad pick. You know what? This is the Brandon Staley game where he does something stupid as usual. Yeah, Cowboys beat him last year. I think the Cowboys beat him again. I I got Chargers. There you go. Collins? All right. Last one. Sunday night, October 15th, 8.20 Eastern Standard Time. Giants at Bills. Go ahead, Mark Collins, you go first. I'll take Rutgers and give me seven points. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oof. Mark, let me ask you this. It, this, oh, this, this, this. Oh, man, did you have to go there, Mark? <laughs> That's messed up. That is messed up. I tell you what, man. I, I tell you what. Collins is a freaking pisser. I'm flying out to KC. We're going to light up. I'm going to bring some special snicks for you. Because imagine hanging out with Collins all night, bro. Jerry. Hilarious. You guys have a blast. I ain't going to lie. You have the best time. Listen. I am uh, am the ultimate facilitator of good times. I believe it. I see that, bro. I I see that. Um, Would you lay the 14 points, Mark? It's 14 right now. Would you lay the 14 if you're I'm not a big gambler, but yes. Yeah, I, I like Buffalo too. I don't know about the spread and all that, but I, I, I look, I see Buffalo in a 34, 10, 14 game, Jerry. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's I, a twenty. I think it's a twenty point game. Like I last know. week, I just don't see anything yeah. where you can say the Giants could pull no. us out. I'm sorry, no. just don't see it. It's going to be an, another ugly week in New York sports talk radio. So, yeah. oh well, it is. It is what it is. But um, <sighs> listen, hey, man, it was I great, Mark, brother. We're doing this guest. again. We're going to do this again, like Dude. real soon. Anything you anything you want to throw out there? No, nope, uh, personally, whatever, charity, whatever. anything? No, no, we'll talk again. I, I do a lot of stuff for charity. I I, I I travel a lot, watching my sons play ball. My younger son's at uh, Murray State. Nice. Okay. So I get to watch him play. So, but I'm around a lot. My fans know how to get in, in, in contact with me on social media at Two Five Sports. I'm always here, guys. Whatever you need me, just let me know. We'll chop it up with a bit more. I have another cigar and a beer waiting. So, we have fun. Mark, you you heading out to Jersey? I know you were te- you were, you were telling me on the phone that you might be heading out to Jersey for a game or something. I, I might. I don't. I don't. I don't get invited to giant shit, so they don't invite me. So I don't get out there as often. But I gotta buy me a. T- no, they, they take care of me when I come out there. So yeah, when I come out there, I'll, I'll let you guys know, and we'll we'll see. What well, I'll tell you what I'll do for you, Mark. <laughs> Jerry knows this for some reason. Mark at halftime of games, <laughs> I seem to run into John Mara in the bathroom. Man. 
Yes. Yes. So, so they have the same. They have the same. They have the same bathroom schedule. I don't know what it is, Mark. Anyway, I'm gonna yeah. kind of whisper, "Yo, John, not for nothing." But could you get my boy Collins over? Well, you know, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know. So, <laughs> but listen, Mark. I really, man. Me and Jerry really appreciate your time, man. We're definitely doing this again soon because you know it's not like you just like you know you just watch the Giants once in a while. You only have some of an idea what's going on. You're very into the team. You're very emotionally attached still. Yeah. Uh, as you said yeah, earlier, you, know, you go it crazy. Hurts. It, hurts. it hurts. Um, you don't like this Ooh. bullshit with the losing the way they're playing. I like that about you, Mark. Always about passion. You're basically the way you played. That's the way you are. Here, I appreciate you know, that. Even at home. And um, we'll be, you know, it was great. Thanks again, my man. And um, we're gonna do this again, right, Jerry? We gotta do this again with Mark. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and listen, for those younger fans, this guy was a stud. I mean, one of the top top, in our opinion, top two or three cornerbacks ever played for this franchise. Um, just know that no one covered the greatest receiver of all time better than this guy. It's true. No one covered him better, Jerry Rice. So, Mark, you're the man, buddy. Thanks. I appreciate that. Guys. Mark, we'll talk soon, brother. And I, by the way, Mark, keep your phone on because I'm going to school you in the picks this weekend, just to let you know. Shut up. Oh, you guys. Nice. All right, guys. Good stuff. All Sundays right, are giant, you. peace. Take care. Bye-bye, right, buddy. Take care.